Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Jean Ginsberg here. Very excited on this episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg. Uh, today we have a very special guest, Kaylin. Everybody always like says in the beginning your name is Clayn, but it's actually Kaylin, right? <laughs> it does throw literally everybody off. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Super excited. How's everything going today before we jump into the questions? <laughs> well, uh, as we were mentioning offline, I thought that my puppy would just chill out long enough for this, but her name's Chanel. Um, <laughs> ah, got it. And so she's uh, having the time of her life down here by my feet, so we might even be graced with her presence. Oh my God. <laughs> Anybody who's listening probably won't be able to see her, but if you check out the video, you'll be able to see her. <laughs> Good point, Touche. Awesome. Well, first thing I always ask is, tell us about your background so all your audience, our audience is kind of get an idea of who you are and where you came from. Yeah, I mean, so the thing that catches most people, if you will, is that I just turned 33 this year, and that's not monumental in itself. However, I've endured 67 hospitalizations from a condition called cystic fibrosis. And where I'm from is really the walls of hospitals. I've spent anywhere from three to six months a year inside those walls. And that was really what got me interested in business and in growing my business and starting one. Um, I have a background in recruiting and I had lost everything when I was in my 20s uh, because my lung function had dipped to only 30% and I was told by doctors and nurses to file for social security and disability services. And then in the last really, you know, just couple years, it's been the comeback for me where I've been able to gain control as best as I could of my health. And then I started scaling the business. So besides all of that, you know, I am a author. Uh, there's two books currently on Amazon, and then the third comes out in January. And I, I think that's a, that's a pretty good bird's eye view of what I've been up to. Wow. Okay. Wow. So definitely some challenges in your life, but sounds like you've overcome them or overcoming them. So that's always great to hear. Um, tell us about your business. What are you doing now? Yeah. I mean, so on, on the core of it, you know, if you were to like get the 30 second elevator pitch per se, um, we've redesigned sales systems. Sales systems meaning the KPIs to track. We create custom sales playbooks and then we teach companies how to get the recruiting side of it, the complete infrastructure. So we call it, you know, instead of a book in a box, uh, formerly, you know, um, by Tucker Max of Scribe Media, it's recruiting in a box. So we take a look at broken sales teams and we say, hey, this is what's up. And then we've redesigned the entire systems and processes around what that organization needs from various various different sections of it awesome surprisingly actually tucker max and i went to the same college what? nobody probably would really know that ever he was a few years older than me so i didn't know him um i don't even think we were actually like i think he was like a four years older than me. So I don't even think we were like together in college at the same time. But then I learned of him like later down in, like, in my 20s after, yeah. uh, after I left college. So it's funny how he 
went to University of Chicago, which um, is honestly all that's the good cool. people go. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, but also it's definitely a school for a very specific crowd. Didn't think that Tucker Max would be the type of person to go to University of Chicago. You know, very studious type of crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, interesting how he uh, got to start there. Um, so cool. That is a very interesting. Um, method for creating your business. So uh, maybe you can deep a little, dive a little bit deeper into that. So what does that mean? Like if I were a company and I wanted to engage with you and I had a sales team or a sales process, like what, uh, where do you, where do you help companies with that? Yeah. Thank you for, for that clarification. Um, so here's where it's interesting. Typically, you know, you don't find me, you're referred to me by someone, right? And you say, I'm overworked, I'm overwhelmed, my salespeople aren't motivated, they're not doing what I need them to do, and I don't know how to incentivize them to actually work, devise, like even designing the comp plans around what their performance is. And so we'd have a deep dive discussion, I'd say, okay, so who's on your bench? And just based on your tonality alone, it'd be like, well, I don't know what a bench is. I'm like, well, who are the five salespeople you would hire tomorrow if you had a sudden influx of growth? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'd be like, okay, so what's your you know, what ad is out? What's your resume to ad ratio? What's your pre-screen to resume to interview ratio? And we'd go through all those ratios and we'd set you up with a 13 step process for the recruiting. Because at that point now, great, you're making sales. If somebody's not performing now, you also know what KPIs to track against that. Um, and many times if you're like, I don't even know what KPI, I'm not even at that level where I know what KPIs to track my sales team on. Great, that tells me you need a playbook, but you can't enforce the playbook until you have a bench of people in the recruiting ready to take that job and implement the playbook. So then we go back and we reverse engineer, okay, what are your buckets of products and services? What is the range for buckets? How do you qualify a lead? And how do you track that lead against your win rate or closing ratio to make sure that all the salespeople are held to equal standards and then you improve that process as it goes? So it can be very encompassing. Some companies are like, yeah, we got the recruiting side down. Others, if I say, hey, show me your sales playbook, and they're like, you're what? <laughs> We'd probably start with that. Or if you're like, hey, my sales organization, my employees, they're just not motivated. They're just not doing it. And as the owner or the CEO, chances are, if your sales team's letting you down, you're the one jumping in on the sales calls, which we call one of the seven deadly sins of selling, right? So we get you out of your sales system and we equip the next generation of the sales talent to come in and be able to either lead that team if you can't promote from within or to give you more options when the sales start to slump so you know what to do. Right. Absolutely. And what kind of businesses yeah. do you typically work with? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's different industries. We've done a lot on inbound, um, inbound call center type businesses. So whether that's insurance, um, you know, we've got a digital commerce company right now. We've done it for a cleaning company. We've done it for a salon. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, if you were to say, well, what is the one specific business? You know, it's any business where there is no infrastructure on the sales process or the sales pipeline. That's, that's where it is. And they, we typically find that they're the Inc. 5000 um, companies usually towards the top of the list and they've hit just such growth. And now they don't know how to deal with the needs of that growth. So that's, that's usually where it is. And I love working with the owners. So I've, I've thought about doing enterprise selling, but you know, I, there's something about having that CEO pick up the phone and be like, Hey, it's nine o'clock. I'm stressed out of my mind. Jimmy quit. I don't know what to do. And like doing the triage, you know? So we say, if you go to the ER and your foot hurts, but somebody just put a gun to your head and you're bleeding, like we're going to fix the gun wound before we worry about your foot. 
Um, right. And so companies that typically have that massive triage problem, that's where we shine. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely triaging seems to be um, almost like, I almost feel like a new concept in business. Maybe, I don't know. I've, I've only heard that term used in business very recently, maybe the last six months or so. So uh, it's interesting how you're using that um, to triage. Yes. In the sense to figure out what are the problems and what can we do immediately to, to fix those things. Yeah. So. I love getting tactical, you know, like I feel like so many, dare I say, sales consultants lately, you know, they'll, they'll give you the overarching theme on the call and then they just kind of leave you at it. So think of it as like an interim sales manager, right? Mm -hmm. And so then we just step in and it's full triage. Let's get you back to profitability very quickly. Because ideally, I don't want to be talking to you in six months or else that means I didn't do a good enough job. Right, so, right. So <laughs> get you, me in, fix it, get me out, like get back to your life. Like, is that should, typically yeah. how you engage with companies is you just are there for a few months and to fix things? Yeah, that's, that's what I prefer to do. You know, I've been offered some long-term contracts. One of my uh, guys right now, um, he actually suggested, you know, well, I don't know when this ends. And I'm like, it ends when I finish it. And if we're still talking in a year, then you should fire me at this point. Like, because if it takes you a year to fix something, like there's deeper issues there. Right. And so, yeah, I like to go in, address the head wound, set it up for success with the process, and then pass it off to probably somebody internally that they're going to promote from within or right. show them how to find a rock star sales manager that can just take it over. Um, and I think that's how it's grown, right? Because consultants are known, you know, for dragging things on. And then the, the calls where you're expecting the meat of the call, they tend to just turn that into a sales pitch for another service they offer. Right. And like, that's what pisses me off about the consulting industry. But I know that wasn't your question, but now I'm getting passionate. So no, no, okay. this is good. <laughs> I, it's interesting how you're, um, yeah, I mean, it, you do, on one hand, as a business, you probably want to have kind of recurring revenue for your business, but at the same time, as a consultant, you're there to fix things. So it's almost like a double-edged sword, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you got to remember, Jean, I keynote constantly, even, even virtually on webinars, right? And so we've got the training, we've got the keynotes. So from a business perspective, yeah, I mean, recurring revenue is where it's at, but I'd rather come in, fix things, and then know there's the referrals. So I'm not as concerned. Plus, like, you know, calling it what it is, like, I've done extremely well for my age. So, like, the recurring revenue is not the front and center for me. Um, I'm, I'm very blessed in that situation. So this is what I do because I'm passionate and I love it. And I still get booked, you know, 15 to 20 keynotes a year, virtually or not. Um, and so I almost count my my day-to-day -day life on those keynotes and then the rest of this is just bonus fun um but the bonus and fun actually equals more than those keynotes so right um it's a different way of looking at business models um but i've, I've been very favored and blessed in that recurring revenue was never the goal for me it was always how quickly can we create massive amounts of change mm -hmm. and then i've every time i think there's going to be a problem where there isn't recurring revenue or i'm in a dry spell and there's just not clients coming in like I pray about it and they just show up. Like I, it's beyond fascinating at this point. Um, I've had some close calls <laughs> where I was like, it's been three weeks, I have nothing coming in, there is no pipeline, you know, that standard business thing. And it's like, we'll sell more. I'm like, you know what? Just do the best you can do. And then there's always a referral like a week later. It's just, it's, it's funny at this point. Really? Huh. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is very unique. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program. 
your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. Um, so actually, I do remember I saw you at a keynote. I think that's probably one of the first times I remember seeing you was I was at an EO event. This is three years ago at the EO, um, the regional event. I think it was in San Diego at that year. And you were one of the, the speakers there. So that I yeah. do remember that. Um, so speaking of keynotes, and you did mention a little bit about keynoting and now going virtual. So how have things changed for you since COVID started? Yeah, I mean, the first few months it was it was dire. I'm not gonna not gonna play it down. Um, you know, webinars. People weren't paying for webinars, and what I had found was I did a couple for free against all things just to test it. You know, like what's the sound quality? How can I project? And what I found is if you bring enough emotion, and you can tie it into the the usually it's companies that hire me. Um, if you can tie it back into why the employees are valued, why they're appreciated and how they can overcome adversity. Um, what I found was interesting is it's actually a bigger ROI now than it ever was because people want the ability to express that emotion. And I just offer to stay on the chat for as long as people individually need to chat with me. And I found that when we have the facade of a computer screen, you know, whether your camera's on or not, People are more open to share what they're really going through. So that way I can help them through it. So for me, um, first couple months absolutely sucked. And then after that, I mean, I'm getting the exact same fee that I was getting for live events. Um, and like, it's not a fee where it's like, oh, you know, here's a $10,000 tab, you know, but like, I'm finding that like the clients are actually happy to pay it. You know, there was one guy, I, I set out a bid because it was a very small, a small keynote that I've got coming up. Um, and by small, I mean 50 people on a Zoom, right? And I sent out, you know, a rather discounted bid. And I was like, you know what, this is just heavy on my heart. So I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna work with you on price um, for, for just various reasons. It was a really deep moment between the booking agent and I. And this guy, I kid you not, he mailed me back, Gene, emailed me back, Gene. And he said, you know what, we're gonna pay more than this. You know, and so it was just like, like, I was like, I don't need your money. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be there right. for you. Um, and so now it's like, I, I kind of find that like, Nothing's changed except I can wear Lululemons. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's, yeah, I mean, so many things have changed since um, COVID has begun. And, you know, it just, it depends, right? Like, depending on which business you're in, like Amazon's doing really well, right? Like, we haven't yeah. seen any issues there, but I'd actually seen like amazing growth. Um, but, you know, other other businesses, maybe not so much. So, um Awesome. I mean, this is, this is good. We're kind of getting deep. So tell us about some of the uh, wins you've recently had in your business. Yeah. I mean, we've got, oh goodness, we've got a couple dozen companies that signed up for our social media selling platform. So we have an online course, um, or if they just want to do it with a human being um, rather than learn and teach it. So we do LinkedIn services where we completely make your account go viral up to 10 times a month. That's the guarantee. Right. Um, don't worry about hours. Don't, you know, like just give us your LinkedIn account. We have an actual human, um, not a robot cause you can get spammed and it's right. as simple as 500 bucks a month per profile. And we're just helping people go viral. So we've had a lot of those wins come through. 
Um, from a personal level, I, uh, I am a year hospital free thanks to some new drugs, which is like the longest I've gone in my entire life without a hospitalization. Right. Um, so that was bomb. And then we've been very blessed in that we've signed three um, total sales system redesign clients. So what that means is it is that interim sales manager where we pick apart the KPIs, build the sales playbook and implement the recruiting structure. Um, so, you know, it's just like, it's kind of funny, like November's just bomb. Like, I love it. <laughs> right. um, and it's fun, you know, like I, I, I could not do this if I hated it. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's really cool to get to see and work with some of these people. Like they inspire me so much. Um, wow, that is amazing. I'm glad to hear there's new initiatives in the business. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, and so, okay. What about um, next steps for you? What are you guys working on? Yeah, I mean, so it's it's interesting because we talked about like how I, I don't care about the recurring revenue, right? right. Um, so it's like, well, what's the next steps? The next steps, we just crush it for who we're working for. Um, and we crush it. Like, I remember, I'll tell you a funny story. There was a company um, in October that we signed <laughs> and their, their closing percentage was 10% for the newer reps, right? So the beginning right. reps. And I set the goal, like we're going to bonus and this bonus is going to be more than my base. If we can get them to the top part, they had eight salespeople for like, we can get these three bottom people who they were all going to get fired. Um, into the top and sure uh -huh. enough slots two three and four now belong to the people they were going to fire a month ago wow and okay. yeah i mean it was so cool so um creating creating moments like that is where the focus is like how is it we can do that for every single one of our clients like and just raise that level of excellence that's where you know as we look ahead to 2021 and and what's happening it, it all comes down to you can talk a good game but can you execute on it? And we go full sure. in onto the execution side of it. And I that's, love it. that's where it's fun. That's, that's fun. amazing. So that's the big goal. <laughs> yes, of course. That is always our goal, right? I mean, we always have a new initiatives and businesses, but really the big goal is how do we support our clients, right? That's always yeah. the big goal. How do we grow them? How do we help them? How do we support them? I mean, that's always going to be the big goal, right? I mean, it's always yeah. the, the, the North Star for us um, as um, individuals who serve businesses. Um, awesome. Well, before we wrap up, I always ask, like to ask one last question, and that is, what is your prediction for the industry? And I know that's a very loaded question. It could be your industry specifically. It could be terraforming Mars or self-driving cars. It could be any of those things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm fortunate enough that I know when I don't know what I'm talking about. So terraforming Mars would never. <laughs> well, you can have um... some, you know, some thoughts on some predictions. I think we're going to terraform Mars. That's my prediction. Probably in the next like 10, 20 years, I think it's going to happen. I mean, I don't even know what Terraform is, but like, I'm oh, backing to, you on to like to have people <laughs> have like Terraform. So Terra means Earth, and Form means like to form. So like to form Earth, I guess to have people to to have more livable conditions on on <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> well, we know who the smart one is on this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, no, definitely not me. It's Elon Musk. <laughs> um, yeah. So predictions. You know, this sounds bad, but I hope the businesses that only cared about the superficial metrics continue to struggle. Um, I know that's not a very glossy situation, but yeah. I think what's great is we're in a reckoning. If you're not good at what you do, you don't care about your employees and you don't care about your customers, you should not be in business. And I look forward to seeing some of those businesses either have to pivot and pivot hard um, so that the people who do care rise above 
and they changed the infrastructure. So you talked about Mars and one of my things is like, I love business because it is that final frontier. We can, we're looking into space, we're looking into our oceans, but we don't know what's possible with business yet. That's why I think Elon Musk has such a following is he opens our minds to what's possible. And so right. as I look ahead to at least the sales industry, you know, back in 2008, the mortgage brokers who just lied and said what they had to say and they, they became greasy, well, they lost their jobs about a month later, you know, and during COVID, the people who didn't have the integrity, you know, the will or the skill, right? There's people out there selling without will, without skill, without heart, and without integrity. And those are the people that will continue to lose, not all. Um, but, you know, I, I hope that the, the projection for the industry is that people master will and skill and heart and those who don't find a better job for them. So I think there's going to be a reckoning as it happens. I, I hope so. I do I see do that too. quite often. And I do, I liked how you were kind of started off going in an intro, you know, a, a certain direction, but then kind of put a positive spin on it because I do agree. Like, yes, uh, there are a lot of businesses and companies out there who just do it for the money and not really for supporting their clients or supporting businesses or small businesses, especially now, you know, you'd think that this would be, um, there'd be a bigger picture here, but uh, there are a lot of businesses who are still just like, you know, money grabbing. So I do hope your prediction is right and that uh, we get out of this on the other side in, in a much better light and much better opportunities. So, um, well, thank you so much for being on the show. The last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Oh, brilliant question. Um, you know, LinkedIn's always my jam, obviously. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but in case you're like, I, I don't do social, just visit miss, M-I-S-S-K-L-Y-N.com, misskalen.com. Um, and that'll lead you to everything. There's, there's free online courses there. Um, you can watch some of the keynotes. You can sign up and get the audible for free of my book. So there's, there's a ton of stuff on there that have fun, knock yourself out. <laughs> Actually, before we wrap up, I did want to ask you about your, the book, the, the book that's coming out in January. That's super oh. exciting. Totally forgot about that. So let's talk a, a few minutes about that. Yeah. So in true nature of get in and get out, right? Um, it's called Unstuck Yourself. <laughs> okay. And it's a 30 day, think of it like a devotional, right? So every day there's a prayer, um, but it's for sales. So every day, it's designed as a 30-day coaching guide. So it's um, the sales managers, even if they're not a great manager, they can get this, give it to everybody in the team. And then every single day it builds on it with about you know, a page or two of actual content tactics, not just be the change you want to see in the world, but like actually this is what you do. And then they take the notes and then they take that applicability into the next day. So it's designed as a book, but actually it's a 30-day training manual to increase your revenue. Wow, that's amazing. I would love to get yeah. my hands on that when that comes out. I'm super I excited put you about on that. that. List. <laughs> yes, I would love to see that. That would be amazing. Um, well, thank you. I was good to connect about the book as well. I just wanted to make sure we talked about that because that is something that's coming out uh, probably around the time that this episode is going to air. So that's very yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. Well, very cool. Really great to have you on. Now, Kaylin and I have known each other for many years, several years through the yeah. Young Entrepreneur Network. So it's good to have you on the podcast and to share about your experiences and what you're doing. And I love your business. You know, how do you humanize sales? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's amazing. Well, thanks again. Uh, really great to have you on. And we look forward to having you on as the guest again. Absolutely. Thanks, Jean.